yo, what's going on, Fly Nails? How y'all doing tonight, man? It's your boy DJ Fly Fat, and I want to welcome y'all to my show, Fly Vibes. We got a pretty uh, man, man. I've been anticipating this this topic for a while here, man. It's a topic that I kind of, I kind of hold dear to my heart, man, because I kind of was affected by this. You know what I mean? We're gonna talk about the schoolhouse to jailhouse pipeline that. America places on uh, our black and brown kids. Now, y'all may say, uh, what is this? What do you mean, the schoolhouse, the jailhouse pipeline? Like, what is that? And for those of you who say that, man, I say, man, you full of shit. So let's not act like a lot of these schools in America are not operating like uh, maximum security prisons. Okay? Let's not act like y'all are treating these special ed classrooms like these kids are in solitary confinement. Let's not act like y'all are training these kids to walk on one side of the, of the hallway in these single file lines as they do in prisons. Look forward. Don't talk. Be quiet. Don't talk in the hallway. All these things that y'all are Conditioning into these minds of these youth, pretty much ain't doing nothing but getting them ready, especially in the black communities, man. Because I, I've worked in plenty of schools, man. I've never seen a a school of uh, white students. They don't. They no longer walk in, in in lines and stuff like that. They don't even have what we call special education classrooms. You see, what we call special education classrooms, other people are calling solitary confinement. And I'm not talking about those education classes where your child has, uh, he needs a little bit of help or she needs a little bit more help on math or reading. I'm talking about those classrooms where they say that our children are behavioral problematic children. Behavioral problematic children. Now, I know some of these kids is bad as fuck. Let's not even act like we don't know that. Yeah, some of these kids need to be beat the fuck up. <laughs> no, like for real though. Like some of these kids need the tough love. Right? But in America, we no longer do. We no longer have that in the classroom, which is probably a good thing too because then there'll probably be more school shootings the way the world's set up today. Schoolhouse to jailhouse. Black and brown kids. That's who that affects mostly. Why? So it starts, what, in early childhood education? Right? Early childhood education, you take these these man to test. It tells you where you should be or shouldn't be in your reading and all that things right there, Right? Right? So then, wherever you are placed within that test, it's supposed to be the grade level that you're at academically. This is just academically. This is this is this isn't behavior right now. This is academically, right? So those tests are supposed to put you where you're at. Cool. So you're in the classroom. You're not paying attention. There's a kid not paying attention. Off top, 
the teacher's going to say what? Uh, I think he has ADHD. So now with that prognosis or pre-prognosis from this teacher who has no credibility in the psychological field nor the mental health field nor just health period while she's assessing the kid with psychological problems. Now, I'm not talking about the psychological problems and uh, assessments that you uh, teachers are, you know, you guys got to take them bullshit-ass psychological classes. You know, don't forget, I got a bachelor's in education, so I know all the classes that you got to take. And a lot of them classes are bullshit because none of them classes actually pertain to real-life fucking shit when you get into those schools. None of those classes that you got to take as a student pertain to teaching in urban environments. None of those classrooms. So on that, we already fucked up because we ain't got nobody trained to teach these specific type of kids. Low income housing, low income period, single father, single family homes or no family homes, court adjudicated kids. You know what I'm saying? Nowhere in History has there been a class that I had to take to get me ready to teach these kinds of kids. Had I not been from this type of shit already, that would make me a fucked up teacher. But being that I came from these type of environment, I gotta know how to, you know, act with these type of kids. And any teacher who's came from those type of environments would too. Alright? So it starts out with this ADHD shit. Which started as eighty-eight. Which started as ADD, attention deficit disorder. In 1987, there was a series of tests and uh, things um, given by the University of Harvard. Harvard. It don't get no whiter than that. So a group of teachers at Harvard University gave these tests, and within that test, they came up with rewording the word from ADHD or excuse me, from ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder, to ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Now, what they're saying is that the kid can't pay attention, is at the state movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all know what the fuck they're saying. Like, he can't pay attention. He's always doing something. She's always doing something. Disrupting the class. Doing all that, right? So from there, they put them into a a behavioral classroom. Why? How did it start? Because maybe the way y'all were teaching wasn't, you know, grabbing that student. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play me on. Your teacher style sucked. What you're teaching sucks. And you're sitting in this damn classroom all fucking day. I sat in them fucking classrooms all day. You got no, you got no fucking connection with the rest of the school. You eat alone. You ride the bus alone. There might be a kid who lived right next door to you, but because you in a different fucking classroom, and you got this ADHD disorder, and they put you in this special ed class, you got to ride a whole nother fucking bus to school because it fits into the whole little IEP. What is an IEP? Individual Education Plan. It's supposed to be 
this document, which is law-abiding, right? This law-binding document that's supposed to certify that each student gets extra help with said problems in school, right? While the whole time, most of the kids who are getting this type of help are black or Latino, come from single parent or no parent homes, low income, fucking minorities. Some of these kids ain't eight in days. Some of these kids, some of these kids, the only reason they come to school is to get two hot meals a day. Because they not sure if their mom gonna be around to get them that third later on that night. But yeah, not to get off track, these are those kids that are in those classrooms, right? So they go from general ed. General population is what they call it now. It's not even general ed anymore. It's general pop in most schools. I know, I, I know that's what it is in this school district. They go from general population to be secluded in these special education classrooms. The self classroom. That's where they put uh, behavioral problematic kids who have been diagnosed with ADHD. Now, some of these kids do have problems. I'm not going to say some of these kids ain't as violent as fuck. I've worked around these kids. I've, I know some of these kids do have problems. But none of these kids are are ever given a, a fair shake. Nine out of ten, they stay drugged up, fucked up, off some type of medicine that makes you sit there, right? all fucked up. Special ed class, prison. The similarities between. Like I said, it's like solitary confinement, man. Walking around with this little point sheet for people who are in behavioral class, right? Y'all see where this is going? There's a pipeline already. Jeffrey Dahmer was in special ed. John Lane Gacy was a special ed. These are the type of class, these are the type of people that you Americans breed in special ed classrooms. You make more havoc to these kids in special ed classrooms than you do any good because now they're thinking all oh, they are are different. They're different as fuck. We don't deserve this. Y'all, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They're always secluded. There's a kid I went to high school or, or middle school with, right? Talented as fuck on the basketball court. Talented as hell. Talented as hell. In that. Like, when he did his work, he did it. But he stayed so doped up off Ritalin and, and, you know, all those other different type of drugs that he couldn't function. And it kind of sent him off into a different type of area, like where it wasn't itself, and he started, you know, hurting people and shit. Till one day he hurt one person and he killed him. And he ain't no longer, you know what I'm saying, he ain't never coming home no more. They say they took so much motherfucking of that type of drug that y'all feeding them, them steroids that y'all was feeding them, that he just fucking blacked out. Blacked out. But anyway, so when they leave this special education, right, 
they're already they're already they're already uh systematically uh changed into this, right? They've already changed to this. They've already got bigger problems now. They can't sit down in special education class, right? They're lashing out at the teachers and the staff to where they're constantly having to be, I don't know, uh, restrained in the nine-point restraint. Now, keep in mind, this nine-point restraint is the same restraint that most correctional officers are trained to do. You see what I'm saying? You're trained as a special ed staff pretty much to be a correctional officer if you're not the main teacher. Even the main teachers are like that. Fuck you, man. Right? All right, so now he lashes out at one of the teachers, beat her up real bad. She presses charges. The kid's 16, 17 years old. I mean, he does a number on her. You know what I mean? These are pretty bruised up, bad, fucked up. Kid gets arrested, falls into the school-based arrest, which is up today 61% from the mid-2000s. Just keep that out there. So now he faces his first, his first, uh, his first charge. Right? He's 17, junior, inner city, single parent, gets arrested. He's in the system now. As a teenager, he's in the system. It's fucked up, right? He's on probation. He's got X amount of years holding up against over his head. Judge tells him, man, you fucked up. But I'm going to give you another chance because I see that your mother really gives a fuck about you. And, you know, blah, 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 all that shit they tell you. You know, they tell your moms and shit. I've been through this shit before. Trust me. Not everybody makes it out of that shit, though. But I'm just like one of the lucky ones that did. But anyway, so you get to court, right? You get arrested. You get to court. You you probably spend, before you get to court, you probably spend a couple of days in jail before. They release you in your own recognizance to your parents because you're still a juvenile. But they're charging you as a dope. So now you're on adult probation. You're 17 on adult probation for beating up your teacher in high school, your junior, in a junior. So now you get kicked out of that school and you got to end up where? At some type of disciplinary school or camp. Somewhere where they say it's your last chance, right? Now keep in mind, the whole time they're saying you got this ADHD Attention disorder, hyper hyperactivity disorder, right? You still got that. But keep in mind now that big, bad America, uh, we love money, right? In order to get money from ph pharmaceutical companies, guess what? The number one drug sales in pharmaceutical companies are ADHD drugs, and HIV drugs. Look it up. We don't spit nothing but facts.
Number one sellers at American pharmaceutical companies are drugs that treat ADHD and HIV. Look it up, y'all. I ain't going to tell y'all no lies. So now, y'all pumping this shit in them. Y'all pumping way higher, different type of doses of fucking tranquilizers in them now. Right? Because he's on his last stand and y'all swear y'all want him to do good. But in actuality, now he's become a money pot. Why? Because he's a a number. He's got an ID. He's got a DLC number now. He's got a law. He's got a... Uh, a criminal record now, right? Six weeks ago, he was destined a junior with no record at all with a, as, as a student. But now, he's had an emotional distress, right? And had a lashing out at school. Ended up, you know, hurting one of the teachers. And now he's charged as an adult because of the severity of the crime. But he don't do a lot of jail time. He might do a week or two, right? As I said. So now you're at this disciplinary school, right? Where this is, uh, where at the disciplinary school, where it really is the growing of zero zero tolerance discipline uh, school based arrest and second detention. You know what I'm saying? It's risk to marginalize uh, most at risk youth. While at the same time, did not deny them from traditional American education. That's what it does. It gives you zero tolerance discipline that is based on school arrest. And that denies at-risk youth a traditional education. When I say traditional education, I mean from them changing from classroom to classroom, going from lunch, you know what I'm saying, with their friends, catching the same bus with their friends, all that type of stuff. Because now you're at these, uh, you're at these, uh, these disciplinary schools, like, uh, and, and, and you're at these uh, alternative schools, right? Now, these are ran like more of halfway houses. <laughs> you can always see the difference in between them. And keep in mind that this kid still's got this X on his back, right? He's in the system now. He's already in the system as an adult. He's called his first charge as an adult. He's 17. But did you know each year 250 youth are arrested and charged and tried as adults from school impacted charges? Facts. Go look it up, y'all. And did you know black and Latinos are 76% of inmates in America's prison? 20% of them are serving 30 years to life sentences, right? But of that 24%, 2% commit suicide or get murdered behind the wall. So we losing that part right there. Once they in. Right? There's these problems. 
We got all those problems that I just put on the table. Now, my question is, how do we attack this pipeline and destroy it? How do we attack the school-to-prison pipeline to where it exists no longer? I'm going to tell you like this. We put people in position who really mean those kids good, who don't look at them as a paycheck. We put people in a position who's overcome these situations and become successful black men or men in America. And we put tax dollars where our mouth is. We stop drugging these kids up. And parents, we stop signing our kids up for public uh, education uh, and not public education but special education to where we feeding these companies to where they become in and they become part of that pipeline with you not even knowing a lot of parents not even knowing that they feed they get into the pipeline so we got to educate ourselves on what is and what ain't good for our kids and ourselves and our communities they might say they mean us some good but we got to get off our lazy asses and start taking that extra time to teach our kids them ABCs and one, two, threes as adolescents and stop letting them tell, oh, I think little Frankie needs extra help in ADHD. He's ADHD and uh, he needs an IEP. And he, they, they start putting all these three-letter fucking words with periods in between them and brush that shit up on you. And then you try to, you know, capitalize on that shit by taking those pieces of paper and the IEP down to the Social Security Department and trying to get a check. Now, if we stop doing all the above, then maybe we can put something together to where our people could better themselves. Stop capitalizing on the scraps and the little bullshit that they dangling that little bullshit over your head because the first time you say, oh, he ain't going to take the medicine anyway. Well, bitch, you're not going to get the check then. Because part of him getting that check is them making sure he takes that medicine. Or she takes that medicine. It's not just boys. Nah, y'all. We got just as many females in the community in these same situations as we do men. Our young men. Our young boys. So what's really going on? How do we feel? How do we not? How do we not? Man, what's, what's what am I looking for? How do we not take care of this problem? How do we not attack this problem? The school to prison pipeline refers to a national trend of criminalizing rather than educating our nation's children. Y'all gonna stand for that. No, fuck that. Black students with disabilities are three times more likely to receive short-term suspensions than their white counterparts and are more than four times as likely to end up in correctional facilities. So we got to change narratives. We got to tear the narrative. I'm not saying I want to flip it totally on to the white people because, nah, fuck that. But yeah, we're going to flip it over for us. Real talk, man. 
Because this is an ever-growing problem in every fucking community. The ACLU works in courts, legislators, and communities to defend and preserve the individual rights of liberties that constitute the laws of the United States guarantee everyone in this country. And one of those is education. Freedom. There's people out there committed to challenging the school to prison pipeline, right? Which is creating kind of like a disturbing national trend where children are funneled out of public schools and into juvenile community justice systems, right? Where 95% of them have learning disabilities or histories of poverty, abuse, neglect, all that shit. All that. Most of them would uh, benefit from additional education and counseling service. Instead, they isolated, punished, and pushed out. Not ready for the world. So they get out there not ready for the world, commit these bullshit-ass crimes, let their criminal justice points add up until where they, you know, there's no fucking hope. Ah, let's sit them now. So now you be getting paid from all through motherfucking uh all through school. Might as well not get stop getting paid for them, right? Send them to the prison. Work costs five hundred and eighty two dollars a day to house a motherfucker. So out of that five hundred and eighty two dollars a day, they're gonna work you for thirteen cents an hour. Y'all heard what I said, right? Blacks and Latinos make up 76% of inmates in America's prisons. 76%. And 30% of that 76% is serving 30 years to a life sentence. That makes it 30 years or more. Some of these schools had like the safe classroom pledge, which is uh, like some shit like zero tolerance policies, criminalized, you know, uh, minor infractions of school rules, while cops, is, you know what I'm saying, all that shit. So like, 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 check this out. There might be a little fight, right? Between two students. One student busts the other student's lip. The hall monitor takes them to the to the office to deal with the you know disciplinary aid or whatever the fuck, right? I ain't talking about special education kids. I'm talking about regular fucking kids, two regular kids, kids I would say was in general population. Two of them might get into a fight. He might bust his lip. The principal takes him to the school officer. The officer arrests him. So what was just a regular bitty school fucking fight between two school-age kids comes, now he's been arrested and charged. <laughs> Which could have been, you know, something like this a small minor infraction of school rules. And now that led to the student being criminalized 
for behavior that should be handled inside the school. And students of color are especially vulnerable to push this push type of trade. You know why? <coughs> Excuse me. Because most schools of color are in the hood. You got to go through metal detectors and all that shit. I'm not knocking that. Not knocking the metal detectors. Being that the world we live in, I see that. I'm not naive to that fact. Not at all. But you got to go through these schools in the hood, right? Because that's not, this, man, I mean, shit, a lot of this don't happen in suburban America, even though that we got these high tolerance of school shootings. Because if it did, then we wouldn't have things like Columbine and shit that happened out there in Texas and, and shit like that. You ever notice that these school shootings never happen in urban America? They only happen in, 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 in suburban, suburban America. Never in urban America, just suburbia. Because they don't got fucking no security. They got no fucking metal detectors, none of that. Why? Because they're not in the hood and they feel like they're, they're safe to that environment to where kids ain't constantly bringing you know, weapons to school. So now, like I was going back, don't let me get off the fact, y'all, but going back to this where only the, the schools, the schools can stop this. A lot of, have you noticed that a lot of schools are taking the police officers out? So these type of things, big ups to those schools who are doing this. Because they've seen the, they seen the tradition that this shit was doing. This shit was making. They've seen the numbers that this shit was making. I'm not going to tell you that the school is much, much, much safer, but I will bet you that those numbers are down, down, down. I'm just saying, man. This shit makes sense. This shit really makes sense. And it shouldn't. At all. Children should be educated, not incarcerated. How do we get this? We start different challenges, different policies. We start different practices. Us as black folks and educators, we open up our own schools, institutions. We teach on the same spectrum as, as suburbia. We make us just as many scholars as we do criminals. That's how we beat it. This is something that's going to take all of us as a community, as a people, as a race, as a world. This is a world challenge, y'all. This is something that needs everybody. I don't give a fuck you, white, black. Yes, most of the people who are, are, who are, you know, stemming from this are black. But trust me, there's some white kids like that. There's some white kids in them classrooms. don't matter though. It's a problem. And it needs to be fixed, y'all. This is our community.
There's nothing in the world where it says we should run over these kids and make them like like it's almost like a slavery. It's almost like slavery, y'all. Like we we making them so we got all the the real. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That ain't almost. That's exactly what the fuck it is. We're getting them ready for the next crop. <laughs> We're getting them ready for the next slave ship. So when the next slave shit come around, we can put their ass on that boat and send them on to America where we can make money and break their backs and fuck their life up for the rest of, you know what I mean, for all that. We sidetracking these kids, y'all. We need to stop. I'm just saying, man. This is a problem that's going to take more than 30 minutes to talk about, but I want to just, y'all, I want y'all to see what's going on, man. I just wanted to kind of like shine that light on y'all to make it like y'all are aware. There's so much we can do, y'all. Let's stop pointing the finger. Let's stop counting on these people to tell us what's wrong with our children. Let's stop being lazy and let's get more interactive in our kids' educational lives. Let's not roll them blunts and get them tablets and shit to go tell them to do what they want to do while we smoke blunts and chill. Nah, let's put some educational shit on that tablet. Let's get them some hooked on phonics. Let's put that time in. You wonder why your kid can't read at a certain age because we as parents, we was lazy. We depended on the schools to teach them when the schools really ain't teaching them shit. Just enough to get them an IEP. Just enough. That's all it is, man. Hey, y'all, it's your boy DJ Fly Fat, man. This is real. This is something I hold dear to my heart, y'all. Do all your uh, due diligence, man. And whatever you can do, as an educator to stop this pipeline, man, let's do it, man. Let's stop feeding our kids to the to the penitentiary. Let's stop feeding our kids to society knowing they're going to be fucked up in the game. Nah, fuck that. Let's prepare them to be right. All right? It's your boy. Over and out, y'all.